Hello, Salon Sleuth listeners. I have a story for you. And for those of you that are online investigators or right fighters, we have provided enough information for you to figure out who the characters are. And for those of you that are just listening and rather ponder the idea of what would you do if somebody you knew was a cheater. Enjoy. This is my good friend, Jenna. Uh, She is from my salon. It started out that I was doing her mom's nails and then I met Jenna because she would come with her mom and then uh, we became friends and now she is also a client of mine and um, so we have the best time together. We have a lot of um, things that we talk about. In fact, one of the things we will be sharing with you today, um, Jenna is currently single and ready to mingle with the right person and um so by the way if there are any single men out there i would be happy to forward her forward you over to her but she has some experiences that she's going to be sharing with us today in fact one of them is a cheater story okay so we're not going to use real names for this particular person But we will give any of you enough details that if you want to let the other person know, there should be enough details for you to figure out who these people are and to warn them because collectively, Jenna and her mother and kind of me have decided not to go directly to the person, but we thought this person should know and what a better way is to just share it on the show and let the the listeners take care of it for us. Right, Jenna? Absolutely. Okay. So start from the beginning. Don Juan, fictional Spanish who devotes his life to seducing women. That's actually pretty perfect. Okay. Don Juan. Don Juan. Am I saying it right? Don Juan? Yeah. You could just call him Juan or Don. Mm-hmm. Let's call him Don. Okay. This happened five years ago. You told me you had met him before, and this kind of scenario already happened five years ago or whatever it was, right? I met Don five years ago, and he took me to a a, quite a romantic dinner, and he suggested that we go over our entire lives together. So we started it. A and went through Z and we both took turns and it was really cool and special and we connected on a really great level. Um, He was attractive. He was extremely charming, but he was, he felt grounded and he felt trustworthy, Um, which is stretching it a bit because I do have a history with being with someone in a long-term relationship who turned out to be somewhat of a pathological liar. So I do have experience in this. I do want to say um, I'm aware of that sort of thing, but um, I try, you know, it's been 15 to 20 years. So I try and give the benefit of the doubt. And this guy was um, great. And we talked about our past. We talked about the present. And he said that he was absolutely looking for something. We'd been talking for a month prior um, after matching on the dating apps. And so um, he was a very passionate guy. So we spent the whole night together. Well, not the whole night. Well, <laughs> a little bit of the whole night. And um, I, I'm not the type that wants to, you know, I, I, I reserve things for relationships. But he had me convinced that we connected on the level that it felt like we had connected on and that he wanted to pursue this and we just hit it off so as some people might understand um it was just a great night we'll say and um he immediately wanted to see me the following night he wanted another date he took me to another great dinner and we had a wonderful amazing night and he re-emphasized that you know, he was looking for something and that he was feeling this. And then let's see, I can't remember the details, but all I know is that he soon disappeared and I was shocked. I was actually devastated at the time, like low key devastated just because of how strong it felt. 
and how quickly it disappeared. And I wasn't, again, the type that would just open my heart and let someone in so quickly, but he had this way about him and it just felt right at the time. So I didn't hear from him until about five to six months later and he wanted to go to the beach. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to the beach with you. Why would I do that? And he apologized and he said that he realized he wasn't ready six months ago or five months ago, but now he, you know, wanted to give it another go and he had such a great time with me, et cetera, et cetera. So I was single still at the time and I thought eventually I had this moment where I was like, why not? Let's go to the beach. I love the beach. We went to the beach. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. And then guess what? He disappeared again. Um, and this time I wasn't surprised because, of course, the whole fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So I was disappointed in myself a little bit, but I also kind of saw it coming at that point. So I kind of I kind of went to the beach just more so for fun. Um, but, you know, was slightly disappointed to see him disappear again. And then we um, were connected on social media and I soon saw that. He was engaged, and here's um, some details, but this was his third engagement, I believe, in his life, and about six or maybe nine months later, he was engaged. Do you know how long he had dated her? You know, maybe it was, maybe he was engaged like 12 months later. I can't, I'm not sure, but I think he dated her for probably nine months maybe a year, but um, they went on an extravagant year of traveling around the world. And I mean, it looked great. It looked super fun and romantic. And from what he told me, he soon decided that he would propose when they were traveling. So he quickly made that decision. And it sounded like he sort of, he thought that he had met his person. And then you had this conversation about his fiance, like you found out on social media, then you reached out to him or how did you have that conversation with him? Um, I can't exactly remember. I'm pretty sure that he told me like years later because he was off, off the, whatever you would say off the map or I didn't talk to him um, for a good while. I don't think um, until like a few years had passed. And after a few years, he would reach out every now and then randomly um, through possibly Facebook. I know he reached out through LinkedIn a few times, which was really weird because I was like, I think I said, you know, you have my phone number. Why are we talking on here? But he reached out um, a few times over the last five years. And I was like, I probably congratulated him at some point, And then he explained at some point that it, it happened pretty quickly. And each time he reach, reaches out, he would say that they were separated or they were struggling or not together or something like that. But he would say that he thinks about me often and that he thinks about our nights together and that it was so passionate and that he's never like he says things like, I've never experienced anything that like that with anyone. And it was just like, so amazing and incredible and it still comes to me and I still think about it and think about you and um so gradually after a few years passed he started trying to see me again um and usually I would pretty much blow it off I would ignore him until <laughs> until um so let's say a year ago, he reached out again. He said that they were separated. He said he was visiting Portland and he wanted to see me. I basically was like, why would I trust you? Why would I go for that? How do I even know? And he was like, we are separated. And he said that she didn't love him. And, you know, basically that he felt unloved by her and that it just wasn't working and he was trying to make it work. And he would be coming here for work. Um, he works for a major company that, should I share details? That's up to you. Uh, 
Um, you say what he does. You don't have to say who he works for. What's his company? What does he do? I know more about the company than I know, like, literally what he does. I'm guessing that he, I forget what his title is, but we can all guess that he probably does something to do with sales. Okay. <laughs> because why wouldn't he, right? He's brilliant for that. So he said he was coming to Portland last year. He wanted to see me. I basically said, I can't trust you. And then he said, if you only see me as a salesman, this is not going to work because that's not what I'm looking for. And I was like, whatever. I don't know. I was like, no, I don't see you just as a salesman, whatever. But then he disappeared. And then on social media where we were still connected, um, I think he like reconnected with me on there after me deleting him. Um, I saw that he started posting pictures of her again. And I was like, oh, wow, they're definitely not separated. I'm glad I didn't see him. They're still together. And then another year passes and he reaches out again more recently. And this was, um, that was December. Um, he says that he's coming to Portland. They are separated I asked more questions. Are you still living together? I saw you were living together the last time you were separated. You said that you weren't. He claims she moved out for a month, but at that time, but she did move back in and they got a new house together. They tried to make it work, but now they are completely done. Um, she lives in the basement because they share a dog that is like their child, which I completely empathized with because I know how special that is and he said they were over and so would I like to meet him and at first I felt really mad and I felt like why would I do that again and then I slept on it woke up and I once again thought what's the harm um I'll just meet up with him I'll catch up it's been five years we've both changed I'm sure there won't be that connection anymore anyway um it's something to do and you know this is life, so why not? So we got together. And I feel like I'm talking too much. No, Don't I love you it. You want to talk a little? No, you're good. Okay, so you got together, and pretty much the conversation was like it was five years ago. You talked about your entire lives, you connected at this totally different level. And right, is that correct? It's very correct. Um, it was very unfortunate because, as some of your listeners may know, um, the dating apps are hard. And when you're in your 30s or 40s, maybe even 20s, I'm not really sure what it's like for them right now. But when you're in your 30s or 40s, it is, um, I'm pretty sure, incredibly hard for many of us because we all know what we're looking for. And... Um, since we're older and wiser, it's harder to find it. And it just has to be that one thing that's there. And we met up and it showed up again. And um... as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He offered to tell me the uh, 
the whole story of him and his now ex and what happened and he went through detail by detail I mean this story was so detailed that I don't know how it could have been made up unless he rehearsed it in his mind 50 times but he went over everything and he he said you know I can give you the short version or long version I said you know me I'd like the long version and he said I figured you'd say that and then he just sat there and we had a drink um well I didn't have a drink I had some juice because I don't drink anymore but he had a drink and we sat there at this um nice bar in front of a fireplace and he told me about everything that had happened including that his um, ex-fiance had cheated on him. He had apparently cheated on him with his, with, I'm sorry, with her high school boyfriend and didn't tell him, but he found out because she started receiving gifts at their house. And she was like, oh, I, I ordered this, but she seemed kind of surprised by them. And started to, you know, dig and snoop and look. And I guess it was pretty easy for him to figure out that she was talking to this guy. And then she confessed that she had cheated. So he apparently was um, so heartbroken and so sad that he immediately um, did what many of us do, I think, and what I completely empathize with, which was, he, he immediately wanted to make it work. A lot of us who love someone, when they hurt us, instead of thinking, I hate you, we think, what what did I do wrong and how can I fix this because I don't want to lose you. So he, like, he created some, like, nice weekend getaway or a staycation of some sort for them to go on, and he wanted to make it better and and he realized in hindsight like how stupid this was but that was his instant reaction so he was very hurt and he said that over time this had been really hard on him so hard that he doesn't even realize how hard it's been um but he said that they they got through it and they seemed to be doing better and then he found out more recently that she was still talking to him again and that there's no way he could ever trust her again. And there's just no going back. And she knows it's over and he knows it's over and their hearts aren't in it. And while he struggles with it, um, their hearts specifically are not in it. It's over. It's done. Um, She's just downstairs. He doesn't hate her. I said, you know, well, let's see. I'm on the first night. So this is all on the first night. Um, most of it, he told me a lot. And um, I didn't necessarily think that he was feeling it with me, but I did have an instant attraction. And I did kind of feel like he did too, just from what he acted like. But he mostly just told me about this. And then um, he asked me if I wanted to go check out <laughs> the library in the hotel and I said there's a library in here and he said yeah you want to see it what was the hotel's name okay so this god I'm not going to remember the hotel's name because it changed but what I do know is that I was shocked to realize that it used to be the governor hotel so it's the old governor hotel and they redid it very modern now and it's you know on the other side of Jake's Grill which is a place I used to work. So I, was, I just couldn't believe that this was redone. I need to get out more. <laughs> I had no idea. So was it the Sentinel Hotel? Uh, so yeah. Yep. Okay. So that would be a clue for you sleuths out there. They went to the Sentinel Hotel. Okay, yeah. so you went and looked at the library. Which was a freaking small room with ah, I think it turned out to be a painted wall of books <laughs> was it in his bedroom <laughs> yeah seriously no I was kidding. Um, that's funny no it wasn't his room it was like no, it wasn't. in the hallway of the room so he I, I think he knew she's not gonna go to my hotel room so um I'll take her to a room that's near my hotel room 
And so we went in there for a change of pace. You know, it's quieter. I'm, you probably said something like that. Um, to talk, to talk more. Um, but soon he wanted to kiss me. And at that point, um, I'm just going to say, like, I was pretty convinced they were done. Um, I had heard the the story of how she cheated. And, you know, if someone, I'll say this forever, and I've always said this during the one other experience I had, but if someone loves someone, like, if he loves her, like, you could tell that he was saying, you know, I've loved this person, but it's over because there's too much damage, which I've experienced as well. So he says that. And so as a normal person sitting on the other side, you listen to this and you think, of course, surely if he is still engaged to her or surely if he's still together with her, he wouldn't dare kiss me or make up all of these lies or say anything because he would want to protect the person he loves. And of course, the world is full of people that lie and all that. But when you're sitting next to someone who seems genuine, kind, um, smart, intelligent, I mean, so many wonderful qualities that I feel that he has and you feel that they're looking you into the into your eyes and they're being sincere. I mean, you you believe them. Like you could just sit there and think they're lying, but why would you do that if it really seems honest? I don't know. So well, I let him kiss me and I kissed him back. And then and then we kissed and did you, you go know, home? It, um did you fall into Did I go home? room? What happened after that? I was, um, we kissed a good amount. And I'll just say, um, he's a very passionate guy. Okay, we made out. <laughs> and then I was like, I have to go. I need to leave. And he was like, I want to see you every single night that I'm here. And I said, I'm probably going to have to work. Um, I might be able to see you tomorrow night. But I don't know about every single night because I'll probably have to work. And he said, okay, well, I would love to see you tomorrow night. I left. And then he woke me up with some sort of good morning, beautiful text. He said, good morning, beautiful. He said he'd like to see me again. And I kind of like thought about things um, probably around the afternoon. I wrote him back and I said, I gave him one of my sincere longer texts and I explained myself and I reminded him that the first and longest relationship I had was one who over and over it's something that I've healed from or been trying to heal from for a long time um I re-emphasized that I didn't want to get hurt by him I didn't want him you know he I, I reminded him just in case he forgot that he completely disappeared before and I basically just said if you're going to do this to someone if you I don't think you're lying but if you happen to be lying please don't do it to me. Please spare me. Please choose someone else. Um, and I just said, you know, I had a, such a good time and I would love to see you again. But as long as you're telling the truth, um, and I think I'm forgetting something because I think in my messages, my message, I was like, you know, you say that you might want to explore or no, I don't think he had said explore yet. I'm not sure. Whatever he said on the first night, indicated that he was interested in possibly pursuing something so yeah, I like wrote him saying basically like he yeah it's like a relationship with you things were different between his yeah. other person and you guys connected at this level right yes okay so he responded to me and he said that while it is complicated with her and while it's kind of messy at this point because she lives downstairs and they haven't had a clean split, um, 
he said their hearts are not into it. She knows it's over. I know it's over. He can't say when she'll move out, but, you know, they're together for the dog, blah, blah, blah. But in writing, he said, um, but I would like to explore things slowly. If you're in, I'm in. So those um, those words put together, I was like, okay, I'll see you again tonight. Because I gave him the chance to do the right thing, even though he already had that chance and everyone has that chance. I just reminded him, like, please don't. And he said, I am. I'm telling the truth and I want to explore things. If you're in, I'm in. So I went that night and he took me to a cute little dinner. Um, He suggested that we share things and I didn't think anything of it. And in hindsight, I have wondered if that was for a reason or not, but it was a very um, lovely dinner, like other dinner, other dinners we'd had in the past and he laid it on thick um he started asking me questions like what are your top three relationship deal breakers what are the top three top three things you want in a relationship Uh, just so many questions and so much conversation never surface level topics but everything to do with love the future relationships um us him and I um just like molding it and creating it by like everything that he discussed and um bits and pieces here and there like reemphasizing that their relationship was done and that he was interested in me and then we went back to his hotel and Um, we may have started kissing again and between those kisses and within that he really started to um, lay it on further actually I should say throughout the night let's just sum this up Um, he ended up asking me what I was doing for Christmas I said I was going to be with family and more than once he invited me or suggested that I should come spend Christmas with him because his ex would be in Florida with her family and he would be alone. And he was going to go to a small little Colorado, something cute, I'm sure. Um, I should join him. Are you sure you can't come for Christmas? You should join me. I said, nope. I said, you're going to be alone? He said, yeah. And I said, well, gosh, you could come over here if you wanted to, which you should never say to most anyone that I had met him before. And I was under the impression that this was like for real. And it, it might sound crazy because I was under that impression five years ago, but that's how convincing it was. Um, <laughs> and do you remember the cute little hotel that he was talking about, the name of it? Or do you remember how he described it? No. You said it was like, um, I thought you said something about woods or trees or something. Mm. It was in Colorado. We do know that, right? Mm-hmm. Any yep, other? Yeah, that's where they about? live. Oh, they live in, they live there. They live in Colorado. Okay. And, and that's, it was going to be like a, a few hours away, I think, from where he lives with her and so he was inviting you to go to Colorado with him for Christmas and stay at this really cute yes. hotel and chateau yes okay chateau and, and I know how much you love your family so it would take someone extremely like that just wouldn't happen you wouldn't leave your family for Christmas I know that so nope um you did not go nope I want to add some other details. So not only Christmas, but he was going to Greece in August. This great trip on a sailboat of some sort, I think. I should come. You should come. Would you want to come? He asked me as we were walking, um, holding hands. Or no, he, he held my hand inside of his jacket on the way from dinner back to his hotel. 
and he asked me if I would like to go to Greece with him. And I said, yes, I would love to. Um, and he suggested when we were in his hotel room later, I was like, I kept saying things like, okay, when are we, when am I going to see you again? Because I was really going to, um, he was emphasizing all of this. So I was like saying it back to him. Okay. So when, when can I see you again? Like, if you want to see me, like when? And he was like, do you want to do New Year's together? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. Um, and then what else? Oh, he said he was going to Vegas soon. Maybe I could come along for that. I think that was work related. Um, and then he said, I, I'm currently a flight attendant. He said, um, you know, maybe I'll come stay with you. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, and then during like when we were kissing, he was like looking me right in the eyes and he was like, I am so excited for this. Like, this is going to be so much fun, isn't it? And he like smiled at me like, this is going to be great. Like, Oh, and at dinner, he kept saying, it's our time. It's our perfect timing. Like, I can't believe it. Life is so crazy, isn't it? Like, it takes you on all these twists and turns and, you know, timing is everything. And like, you and I are sitting right here and it's like, this is it. Like, this is perfect. Like, this is our time. And I was like, shocked. I was shocked. Like, I'm a hopeless romantic. And I was like, oh my God, like, is this happening? Is that happening for me? Um, is this, is he, is it really true? Like, is this it? Um, Did this sound familiar five years ago or was it a little different from before? I think it was, I think it was multiplied by five to 10 times five or 10. It was extra. He was extra good at what he's doing right now. Yeah. I mean, he's hopefully grown in the last five years and and it was no oh we also talked about kids and I told him you know I've reconsidered like I think that I want them still like I used to and I said you know I kind of I want I want them sooner than later and I don't really care the order of things anymore and he was like he's he's about five years older than me and he said I feel exactly the same I didn't want them before and he said his ex didn't want them either. And he said, but now he wants them. And I said, I kind of joked and said, oh, well, would you, would you want them in a year? And he was like, dead serious. He was like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I honestly would. And I was like, hmm. Oh, suddenly we were having kids in a year as well. Um, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, the night ended with quite a bit of passion. I will say this guy is the most, probably the most passionate person I have ever been close to. And like, and he, if he was a fisherman, he caught like the biggest fish and reeled it in. Like he was ready to eat it for dinner because he caught it. Right. And so he was passionate. You did not stay there, right? I didn't stay there because um, I had to leave because I was leaving early in the morning to work. Okay. So you had this passionate night. Take that whatever Very that nice. means to people. <clears throat> yep. Um, and you left. <laughs> so you, he knew you yep. couldn't see him for Christmas. So he's inviting you to go to New Year's. And New Year's would have been mm-hmm. where? We hadn't figured it out. Like he's okay. a very adventurous, fun person. So for all I knew and for all he knew, he was like, he goes, I'm not sure we, what should we should do for it yet. And I said, okay, because both of us are the types that would love to just go somewhere random and have an adventure. So the next day you go to work and what happens? Well, I do want to say that he walked yeah. me to the car and he kissed me and he said, I'll call you in a few days because his CEO is coming in from Australia. And so he's going to be busy with his CEO. So he was like, I'll call you in, the f- in a few days to talk on the phone and we'll figure out our next plans. So the but following day, you um, took a picture at the hotel. We did. And yeah, um, what did he say? So that was a little awkward, right? It was a little awkward. He said, 
we can't go take a picture in front of the Christmas tree down in the lobby because the hotel staff is, we were actually laughing hysterically at this. Like it was actually a really cute moment, a funny moment. Like he and I were just like rolling over laughing because he was like, they're going to think that we slept together and I had you up here and I slept with you and then I'm kicking you out. And I said, why would they think that? Like, who knows what I'm doing? Who knows why I'm leaving? Like I'm leaving because I have to like, and he's like, well, that's what they're going to think. Like our hair's messy, blah, blah, blah. I said, who cares what they think? And he said, I don't want them thinking that like that's, and we went back and forth and I was like, you better take a picture with me. Like I want right, that. So he picture. was trying like, to talk you out of the picture basically. Hard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want a picture taken, but go ahead. Um, but we went down and I won and I got my picture. I was like, please. And he was like, okay, fine. So this entourage of some sort, I don't know, they, they look like they might be in the music business or whatever, but it was a group of people and they were sitting there and I asked for them to take our picture. So we got about three pictures in front of the Christmas tree. The picture I have is not in front of a Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, the picture I have is in front of the library. Oh, yes, that's the I, first picture. He said, okay. let's just take a picture in the hallway. And I yeah. said, what? And he said, let's just do a selfie. He even said, let's take a selfie when we were laying on his bed, like after kissing. Um, and I was like, no. And he's like, we'll just, we'll take one here for us. And I was like, no. So I could have gotten that one, but <laughs> I said, no. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked at that picture you sent me. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so did you go to dinner afterwards? Wait, what? Did you go to dinner after that picture? Or what happened? No, after? that was, we left, we, he was walking me down to the lobby after our entire night together. And we went, we, I said, okay, let's take a selfie. And I said, this is silly. And so then I got him to take another picture in front of the Christmas tree. So his life, the library picture was his idea. Okay. Now what's, what's going on now? So oh, the days passed. Um, he barely said anything, but again, he was busy with the CEO. And then days and days later, all of a sudden I got this longer text. Hi, Jenna. I made it, it home yesterday. It was a long week. I've been thinking a lot about you. I really enjoyed seeing you again. It made me realize a lot of things, mostly just how long it's been since I felt any connection to from someone. I can't explain how much this that means to me and how much I've missed it. I also did a lot of reflection about what it felt like to share some of the things I've been through over the past two years. I honestly think that was the first time I've said a lot of that stuff out loud. It made me realize how much pain and anger I'm still hanging on to. I've got some shit to deal with. I want to explore us, but I don't want to jump into something when I'm not ready. It wouldn't be fair to you or me. I need to get out of my current living situation. I'm not sure how long that's going to take, hopefully sooner than later. Then I need to do some work on me and heal. I need to reprioritize my mental, physical, and emotional health so that I can bring a decent version of myself into a relationship. Right now, I don't think that's even close to being possible. I would never ask you to wait around for me, but I'm hopeful there may still be an opportunity for us to keep getting to know each other after I get through this stuff because there is no doubt we have a connection. I've, I hope I've explained my feelings well enough and you understand where I'm at. Well, goddamn. And there you go <laughs> again. And I feel like it's yeah. so backwards when they're like, I don't expect you to wait around. It's like, he's telling you not to wait around, right? In a backwards way. Ugh. I mean, the messed up part is that just me rereading it, he was so convincing that I reread it and I, my, something about me still goes, 
is he telling the truth? When you, when my mom, when any person that I told this story to is like, he is absolutely not telling you the truth. He never was. But he was okay. so convincing to me that I still have moments where I'm like, does he really deep down, like, is he thinking about me? Like, and then I have to go like, no, he's not. And no, I, he wasn't. Well, there's that, I told you, I think there's that weird thing that happens. I feel like in that moment, like he probably meant it in that moment. And then later, like either reality sits or, you know, he's on to the next person. He is like, it, it, it wasn't real anyway, but it was in that moment. Like I would, I want to believe that it was real in that moment for you and that he meant all those words, but I can't say for sure he did. Like since then, what have we found out? Um, well, more conversation happened because of course I'm a very communicative, emotional person. I responded and we talked a little more and I told him how I felt like he was doing the exact same thing to me and how could he do that and it was like my shock it was total shock met with total wow exactly what I expected like it was 50 50 almost because I, I I'm like halfway completely convinced and halfway wow you're the exact same person that I was scared you were um and then he basically Applied to all that I wrote, which was very heartfelt. And he was like, I feel most of the things that you're saying. And I said, like, it does feel like a really strong connection. And like you said, because um, you kind of roughly just mentioned, like, the others. Um, when I met him five years ago, after my few nights of an experience with him and how passionate and how convincing he was and then him disappearing... I remember specifically thinking, I am not the first person that he's done this with or to like he I was I was completely convinced that he had gone and done that with a bunch of other girls and a bunch of other hearts were just smat taken and smashed and um and yeah, not saying that he intentionally like maybe he really is somehow a good person and he's just really messed up is it a sociopath like for someone to not care about you know what is this what do we label this what what is this called when someone can tell you 115 percent that they want to pursue things with you like he was absolute when we were in his hotel room that second night he was like I want this I want this with you and I want to explore it and what is that called when someone tells you that knowing how what a sensitive person you are and that you're a caring and good person and they know that they say it anyway and disappear so um basically he just said you know I feel the things that you feel and I just am not in the right place for it right now so we stopped talking and then being the person that I am and I think a lot of girls are like this in this day and age, unfortunately, with social media, you go and you check things out. And he has former pictures um, that his ex, who lives in the basement, is tagged in. So um, I, of course, went to her page. She has many followers. Um, she is a physical therapist and lifts weights a lot um, in her videos and pictures. She is like a strength trainer I'm not really sure what the right title is but um that is her in a nutshell and yeah so on Christmas I was like or maybe even a few days before um I knew that he said you know of course she's going to Florida to be with her family like of course we're not going to be together I'm going to be alone and that's why he invited me to come be with him so um probably around Christmas Eve or before I looked at her story and Sure enough, she was driving in one of them and headed somewhere. And then shortly after, she had just arrived to a small town in Colorado to a little um, hotel chateau place. Um, very cozy looking. And 
of course my brain is thinking, is there any way that, um, <laughs> that she's going off on her own doing a similar trip, you know? And of course I'm like, no, she's not, she's with him. And then my other thought was, well, maybe she is going for a few days before Christmas and then she's going to go home to Florida, like he said, to be with her family. So maybe half the story is true and he actually is going to be alone on Christmas day and, and further. And then the other story that I told myself was maybe they repaired things in the last like week or two since he got home and, and, and he convinced her to stay with him and skip her family in Florida. But everyone knows that if you're completely done and your hearts aren't, aren't in it and you're inviting someone else to come spend Christmas with you, there's no way that that person might be staying with you on Christmas because you wouldn't invite someone else because you'd be hoping that the other person would be going. So yeah, it was all a lie. Um, they were together on Christmas doing the little trip that he had invited me on. And I would be a fool to think that anything otherwise, like they were always going there together and she was not going to see her family, which then made me realize, I don't think that they're completely over at all because why would you stay and be with someone on Christmas when you have all of your family in another state and your relationship is over? You wouldn't. You would go home. Yes. So I am someone who has been, I was cheated on slightly with my first longest relationship who I adored beyond measure. And from that experience, um, back when I was younger till how old I am now, I have always stood behind um, if I found out something like this, I would tell the person that I believe that women should stand up for each other, stick together, and let each other know. And I was going back and forth with this. Do I reach out to her? Do I tell her in case she's under the assumption that he's loyal and faithful and they're working on their relationship and they're completely together? He said they hadn't slept together or kissed for like three months. What if they, what if that's not true? And what if he's cheating on her? Um, which it seemed to be the case. Do I tell her? Um, I put up a little poll on my Instagram and I ask people that I love, what do you think? And it was pretty much split down the middle with um, my closest person in my life saying, I wouldn't tell her you could ruin their relationship. And so the only thing I thought to do was to send a message under a different name. And I, it was very short. And I said, hey, I follow your page. Um, I, I have a friend and I feel like you two would be a perfect match. Are you single? And then she responded about four days later and said, no, thank you so much, but I'm taken. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> You're like, by who? Do I know him? I know. Yeah. Well, um, yep. what was I going to say about... Like, I think I would want to know. So this person that you said, said that she would not want to know, right? Yeah. Because you would ruin their lives. Don't you think he's already doing that? So yeah, there are two sides here. There's the side of ignorance is bliss. There's the side of, and I've contemplated this before because the one that when I was cheated on, it was a very young relationship and I have also considered what would my life be like if I never broke up with him when I was hurt or when I found out he lied? What if we were still together? And what if he eventually stopped lying, never cheated? What would my life look like? Did I do the right thing by separating myself? And I think that a lot of people that are cheated on um, in hindsight might reflect on this because oftentimes we love and adore the person that we're with and we've created a life together and they're our best friend and somehow they're backstabbing us. And so there's that side. There's the side of maybe in the long run, um, they might have a kid even if even though he says she doesn't want to. Or maybe they will figure it out and maybe her life with him is so much better than 
maybe what it would be like if she found out she broke up with him and she dated some other loser. <laughs> Not calling him a loser. I mean, you know, just joking. But you never know. And so the, the one side says, well, is it really your place to go and tell her and potentially change her entire life and ruin it because no one sent you like I'm not like the the messenger god or an angel didn't say like hey like it's up to you you go do it you know so I feel like obligated and responsible but so many people are like that's not your responsibility um and admittedly um half of me is half initially I was like she deserves to know I should treat others the way I want to be treated I would want someone to tell me um but there is the honest other side which is yeah I've been upset some days I feel upset still because I think about what a rotten thing he did and part of me you know I hate to call it revenge but part of me doesn't feel like it's fair to be treated that way and just stay silent um you know and that's a movement kind of going on in society right now stand up for what you believe in stand up for yourself um but there's always two sides so yeah I mean we have no idea if she actually cheated and that was just part of his way to get in right like he painted her as yep. a bad person therefore what absolutely doing was it's okay because she did this, right? Yep. And, if, and if she thinks that things are good and and maybe none of that is true and he lied about all of that, should she know what kind of person that she's actually going to be spending her life with? He's been like this forever. I don't know how long, how long have they been together? Do you know? Five years. So right after you met him before or were they together, do you know, back then? I think he met her months after he met me. So, you know, there was also also <laughs> there was also that part of me that was like he met her after me. He chose her after me. Why would he have things end with her and go back to me if I and I think I said this to him and I think I did. I said this to him and he said, "Well, at the time I was younger, and I had this checklist and part of the checklist was what the person's career was. Um, it was, it was more of what someone looked like on paper. And he tried to kind of say that we matched emotionally, but that she met the checklist more because she, you know, had her, whatever she has, she went to grad school or whatever. And she was just more impressive on paper than me. So um, he tried to say that that was important then. And then he said, but I'm really successful now and I make a lot of money now. And, and those things aren't at the top of my list. They don't matter anymore. Like, I don't care what someone else does. I just want, he says that she doesn't communicate well and he wants someone that communicates well. And we, he and I communicate very well. Um, we could talk about anything and and we, I mean, it's a shame. I'm going to say it's a shame. Like we really, like there's a reason. And it, and if he's able to match with people like that, and if he is going off and cheating and doing that, like on his work trips or whatever, um, of course, he's going to have other people convinced as well. Because again, I've dealt with this before and I, I still couldn't see like through him or whatever like I I'm still like oh wow we had such a good connection because he made me feel that way I think he's so good at what he does I think well I I mean I doubt she'll ever hear this but I bet everything will sound familiar to her like and it may be from years ago the things that he said to her that wooed her in the beginning and I bet this won't surprise other people who have met him since then, because I'm almost positive you're not the only person that this has happened to. He's so good and he's had all this experience from the five years, because let's just say five years ago this happened, then he met her and then you came along again five years later. You already said he's so much better than he was. Like he's had many years to like, 
you know, get it down to where he can close the deal on the second night. Most likely, <laughs> he closes the deal on the first night for a lot of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I will admit to, um, I don't know if this is an important detail, but I'm sure if anyone else experienced him, they would know that, um, and this is going to sound kind of bad, and this is a whole different topic, but he doesn't really take no for an answer. So if you say, I'm not going to go there with you, I'm not going to, you know, I don't sleep around and I don't do this and that. If you say that, he's actually going to keep trying. And a lot of women out there and like people in general would, would be like, that's awful. Like you should walk out the door the second that he acts that way. But here's the other flip side to it. And it's that we all want to feel that wanted. We all want to feel wanted. Right. Yeah. So when someone wants you that bad and you're connecting and he's attractive um, and honestly, I you want to believe it, but... everything he said to you. You want to believe that. I what? You want to believe all that. Oh, of course I do. This you, right? So you want to believe yeah. it. And you're like, okay, I'm going to try this. Like, he says it, like, why would he lie to me? And like, he's putting it all out there. Ugh. Well, yeah. And I mean, not to mention, we just all went through a pandemic. We've all gone through a huge roller coaster, like more so than ever for the last few years. So most of us are like, life is precious, people are important, people's feelings are important, and you would just hope that someone that's met you before and someone you've only been kind to would treat you like your feelings matter and not treat you like something that they can throw in the garbage a few days yeah. later. Take advantage of. Yeah. So, um, we're telling the story to warn people of the same situation, warn yeah. of this guy, like, I mean, maybe him specifically or people like him. And we're also saying, yeah. we're not going to call her and let her know, but we've given enough details that if somebody wants to do that for us, they can definitely do that. But like, he shouldn't yeah. be going around and tearing out people's hearts because you, and I may, I may have to cut this out, but you said you were sort of like a born, a born again virgin, right? Yes. And it was going to take something very special for you to do that. And so you were like, okay, this guy's telling me everything I want to hear. Maybe this is for real. We already have a history from before. It's not like a stranger. So you thought maybe yeah, this I mean, was it. It wasn't like an easy thing for you to do. Absolutely not. Like he just literally said every single thing that I needed to hear. Like saying that it was not the right timing before. It was the right timing now that he's got different criteria that matters. And it's, you know, I mean, everything he said, I I would go as far to, as far to say that it, he said so many beautiful things to me that made me feel special, important, seen. Um, like it, it was, and it was magnetic. And it was, it was the type of the stuff where you go, wow, is this it? Is this like going to be my story? And for some people, they're lucky enough where it is and like it lasts forever. Um, but this is the type that you have to be aware of where it can feel that way so strongly. And then he's just going to leave or you're with him for five years and you have no idea who's sleeping next to you possibly. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be sad to like, maybe she just thinks he's traveling. He's making a ton of money and he's um, like providing her a life maybe. And she believes everything he says every time he goes out of town you know like she trusts him when maybe she shouldn't be yeah I and mean that's, that's the thing too is that yeah like I I feel like surely he's never betrayed her trust um that she knows of because if he had surely she would be I mean, I know personally, I would be a wreck. Um, if I if I ever were to date him, I'd be like, <laughs> I want to go on that. That that's and that's the problem is that it could never work um, because 
you would always wonder, is, is he really being faithful right now? Or is he out to dinner on his work trip right now with some girl that was me five years ago? Right. You know, so that, that makes me think that she has no idea. Because if she did, why, how could she live like this? Right. Why would she live like that? Why would she? Unless she, and, and again, I've also said to you, maybe they're both, maybe they're both cheating on each other. Maybe, you know, at one point I thought maybe they have an open relationship, but when she wrote that she was taken, I figured that, that they weren't. She looks like a very logical person. I, I mean, judging a book by its cover, but she looks pretty, um, I don't know what to call her. She just doesn't look like a free spirited open relationship. Yeah. I mean, we don't know yeah. what, what does that look like, but, and I, yeah, it's bad. I had a friend years ago who was actively involved with a married man. And I remember her saying like, um, like she, she goes, I asked about the wife or something. And she's like, well, if she doesn't know, she's an idiot. And I said, or she trusts her husband. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, you might think she's an idiot from your side, but maybe she just believes everything he tells her. Like, why would she yeah. not? And so it makes me think about this situation of like, she may just not have a clue. Yeah. You know, Which he's would still be charming with her, but he's also charming with everybody that... And which brings me to like who he is as a person, like what happened in his life that made him so disconnected where he feels like he can do that to people like, and, and he can't actually settle down. Who's engaged for five years and not married. Like what happened to him? Well, and we kind of know what happened to him. Cause you've told me a little bit of his history and about his mom. Yeah. If that's true. Yeah. Right. Like, and if yeah. that is, I mean, yeah what that history is, I kind of believe that's why he is who he is, right? Because yeah, it was messed yeah, up. Yeah, but it's it's just such a shame because I feel like he's one of a small handful of people I've met that he has so much good about him. And it's like, why? Maybe this is all just fun for him, I guess. But to me, it's like self-sabotage. Like, I, But that's where the sociopath even though that's harsh came comes to mind is that to me, if you're a regular person who has a heart, you would feel really bad once you return home and you ditch someone another time and you say, Oh, never mind. Like everything I said to you is false. Um, you would feel really bad about that. So that would be self-sabotage unless you felt nothing at all. Right. Or if that person just like listened to you and disappeared, right? Like you kind of made it easy for him to do that because you weren't blowing up his phone and you weren't holding him accountable to it. It was easy for him to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Because who, who wants to be with somebody who is telling you they don't have the time or they don't have, um, like they're unsure of their, where they are in their life right now and they need to explore themselves and fix themselves, blah, 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 blah. Like who wants to be with somebody who's doing that? But maybe that person's just telling you that to get you to go away. Well, yeah, because it's not like he's dumb as a rock. Like four days prior, he didn't sit across from me at dinner and say, I really need to go to counseling and heal myself. But that just dawned on him like five days later. It's like, oh, Right. Like, right. no, you did not have some like awakening happen to you. I'm sorry. Right. You didn't just now figure out that you've got some serious issues you need to deal with. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You always have those, but like all of a sudden now you want to work on them. Like, um, thanks, but no thanks. Like you just did it again and you're so good at what you do. Congratulations. Like, ugh. Anyway. Oh, and I I did leave out that I wrote him on Christmas Eve and I said I hope you're having a great Christmas vacation with your fiance. And he didn't reply.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.